0: And our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our study of Hebrews chapter 10, we discussed how we need to be patient as we wait for our rewards for our service unto the Lord. Let's continue with that discussion today. Now, here's our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom.
1: Now, confidence is the same Greek word as in verse 19 that was translated boldness. And the idea is your confidence is actually unreserved trust in God. It has nothing to do with arrogance at all, by the way. Therefore, you, sp- you speak freely to him because you have unreserved trust. You speak to him with all due reverence and respect not arrogance, but you have unreserved trust. It is the same confidence by which we enter into the holy place as we read back in chapter 4, verses 14 through 16, all via Jesus Christ and his capability. There is a great of reward with this. People throw around the word great, and it really is not great, although something may be good. But when the almighty creator creates the heaven and earth in six days and calls them good. And boy, we're looking, we see that great, magnificent beauty of the stars and the evening. And we travel and we see the great mountains and the beautiful foliage and all that we see. And he called that, but good. Then what is it when God says something is great? Wow. And that's that new city as Revelation describes. We need to understand, however, the reward is not here, but the reward is to come. Again, these are words also of Jesus in Matthew 5, verses 10 through 12. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all matter of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. You see, faith is the eye that accepts this as reality and acts accordingly. Yes, the reward is great. So I'm going to be faithful no matter what man does. Now, whereas verses 29 through 31 warns of judgment consequence for our Christian failure. Here we're being told of the great reward for our faithfulness and righteousness. So we're getting in this chapter, both sides of the spectrum. Therefore, we need to be patient as we see here in verse 36. For ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Now, too often, there is a tendency to quit when we don't see immediate rewards. We've seen gazing stock, afflictions and reproaches. But Romans 3-5 through says this, and not only so, but we glory in, now what do they glory in? Listen, we glory in tribulations also knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience, experience, and experience, hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Now we go through the tribulations that we might receive patience and know that when we look back, he was there all the time. But It is after, notice there, after ye have done the will of God. Not before. It's after you've done the will of God. That is why we say it's all about trusting Jesus all the way. Now, I'll see people get involved in ministry, and there'll be no funds for some of the things that need to be Done. Okay. And they'll spend their own money. And no one will seem to appreciate them spending their own money. And some will think they're crazy to do so. But when the heart's right, they know their work is not in vain. And they know there is an eternal reward that awaits because their heart was not set on what they were spending. Their heart was set on ministry. There will be problems, but cast not away your confidence, knowing the end of the matter. Serve the Lord with gladness. Keep on keeping on. The victory shout is so near, my friend. Endure. And the reason is seen in verse 37. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. It's another way of saying, be faithful, give it your best, because Christ could come at any moment. And when it's time, he's not going to delay. And God will reward faithful endurance. But that reward doesn't come without perseverance. Now, let me just insert something here. It's talking about ministry and your service of the Lord, and your walk with God. But everything we have, God trusts us with those things. That's why the Apostle Paul was able to say that he had suffered the loss of all things, but he counted them but dung, because he realized that all things are the Lord's. I, I see a problem today in many Christian homes. Many of our senior citizens that are out there listening to me right now You have children that are away from God. you got children that are breaking the law. Some are in immorality. They're in churches of false doctrine. And you know it. And you've tried to be a witness and a testimony, but they've not heeded it. But here's the problem. There are some ministries... Some local churches still stand true to the word. And you're in one of those local churches. Still true to the word. they have not compromised. They're still using the, the right Bible. They're still singing the right music. They still have holy standards. And you've been tithing to that church. And then you die. Your tithe is no longer coming in. And when your will is read, we find out that you leave a lot of money to children that will spend it on beer, their immoral lifestyles, the things of this world. And many times you want them to remember you in a good way, but that memory only lasts long as they live. And then when they die and if they are saved, they go up and they wonder, why didn't you leave that money to the Lord's work? It's not wrong to leave your money to children. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that too many do not remember God's work in their death. And the problem is God entrusted you with that money and you'll give an account on how you use that money. Be rich towards God. Okay, in this, I'm not saying send your money to me. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying... You do with it what God would direct. That takes us to verses thirty-eight and thirty-nine, and we say, "Remember the way." Verse thirty-eight: Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we're not of them who draw back into perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. He says, "Now the just shall live by faith." Now this is the last of three. New Testament quotes of Habakkuk chapter two, verse four. The other two New Testament passages are Romans one seventeen, and Galatians chapter three verse eleven. We remember the Romans passage. Martin Luther was going up the steps in Rome. and He'd read a verse, go up a step, say a prayer, go up a step, read the next verse, say a prayer. Just kept doing that. A verse, a prayer, go a step. Verse, a prayer, go a step. When he got to verse seventeen. He said that justly by faith, he realized what it meant, and the Reformation was underway. Imagine if after a while, in order to have peace in his family and among his friends, imagine if Martin Luther went back to Catholicism and compromise. He would have been doing despite to the spirit of grace, and he would have been saved so as by fire. Now, the next chapter of Hebrews is often called the Hall of Faith. They're there because those people in that chapter didn't draw back into perdition. They had failures along the way, but when they failed, they got up again. And My friend, if you fall, get up. A man falling seven times, if he's a good man, he's a righteous man. He gets up again, Proverbs 24, 16 tells us. So my friend... As long as you're breathing in this life, no mistake needs to be fatal or final. Get up and give what you can to the Lord in your service, in your walk, and in your living. If they draw back, God's soul has no pleasure in them. Had had Martin Luther drawn back, God would have had no pleasure in him, and I believe the judgment hand would have been mighty upon him. Why? Because they lose faith. In chapter 11, verse 6, will let us know without faith, it's impossible to please him. To lack faith is to distrust God's word. It is to distrust that God is able to sustain you when you're going through the fiery trial. See, too often we're looking for the easy way out. Now, notice the Holy Spirit does not tell how to avoid fiery trials for the sold-out Christian. That's not what he does. He says in First Peter 4, 12-14, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to, unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy if ye be reproached for the name of Christ happier are ye for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you on their part he is evil spoken of but on your part he is glorified by faith rejoice you're going through the fiery trials you're going through sufferings you're going through reproach rejoice Because it is the fellowship of his sufferings when you're going through it. Because you have stood on the word of God. You've spoken the truth in love. And you're suffering for it. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today.
0: We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light Broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the Sermon Library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, OCALA, Florida 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer Gary Neron saying... May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Sands of the hills may tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble.
1: I will plant my feet on its firm foundation, for the Bible stands. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation, for
0: the Bible stands.